Judah and Matthew are dumpster people, and they occasionally use foul and inappropriate language. Listen at your own risk. Welcome to Brother Date. I'm Matthew. I'm Judah. This is one of them big old mailbag editions with the mailbag where we read our mail from the from all the listeners of the world, international listeners. Uh, it's yeah, it's we 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 have many from many countries. Many countries. Forget forget the ones you think we have listeners from. We got Sweden. Sweden. Yeah, we got Sweden. We got the. Uh, uh, Dorn. We got Holland and also the Netherlands. We got uh, Tatooine. Tatooine. Tatooine up in this oh, business. Oh, Dorn is a Game of Thrones? Yeah, that's a Game of Thrones oh, okay. country. Got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. We have Arnor and Gondor. Oh, good. And Boromir? Yeah, he's one of them. <laughs> this is the stupidest intro <laughs> we've done yet. Oh, let's just get into the mailbag then. That's what the people came to hear. Mailbag by Brother Day. On May 1st, Ryan wrote in at Brother Date, the taxes this year drew blood yeah. way more than last year. Good. I'm glad someone out there besides us is feeling it. I hope everyone's feeling it. If I have really? to feel it, I want everyone on the planet to feel it. Because I figured out why mine were screwed up. But yours got screwed up? N- oh, no, no, no. I mean, oh. my it, my withholdings were screwed up, and oh, that's right. why my taxes sucked. Cool. Uh but yeah. Well, we were, I mean, we talked about it. Mine sucked too. And I don't know whether it was because of the withholdings or what, but they fucking sucked. Yeah. It was just a, just a combination of things. Like I, I was at the same job for, uh, eight years starting when I was single. Right. And then when I moved to this new job, I was married. It was right. the, my first new job since I got married. A lot and of so, brags going on in here. Right. I've had two jobs. So I, I have them holding at the at the married rate, but Katie also works. Yeah, and was also withholding at the married rate. Yeah, that's wrong. Ah, uh, oh, so if, if both people are working, you you're supposed to take single the single right. rate. Right. Yeah. Yes. <clears throat> yeah. Uh. Well, I too am married, and my wife also works. So there. All right. You're not better than me. Everybody's married. Well, you know, the a government man came to the door the other day and stuck his finger into my ear and <laughs> right down in my pants and reached into my butt crevice. That's how violated I was. Oh, I see. That's what they've been doing to me. Hey, if you gave a bunch of money to a man who came to your door, that wasn't taxes. You were robbed. <laughs> oh, and he got to touch me? Uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, you were both robbed and assaulted. That guy so. made out like a bandit, like a literal old-timey bandit. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, okay. Huh. Well, you uh, know you live, you learn. And Well, there's more bad news because you probably still have to do your taxes. That wasn't and, it. And now you're now it's late. Oh. 
Okay, I'll schedule someone else to come to my door and get it taken care of. Okay, cool. The second guy will be be legit. Yeah. Uh, on the 8th, uh, Ryan wrote in, a game, a delightful game. Mm. And then, uh, thank you, buddy. Presumably because he encouraged us to play a game. Games? <laughs> Did somebody say games? And perchance. Did someone say game? And perchance for, for interest's interest sake. A deadly game. Like I didn't even go back and record it a second time to get the end of game. It doesn't matter. Yeah, we get it. You know what he said there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so we must have played a game at some point in the past. Do you, do you think it was one of, one of Barry's games? Maybe uh, one of Barry's games. Maybe it might have been when we played uh, Stem by Stem. Mm. I remember that one. Did you do you ever prep another one of those? Uh, no, I haven't heard another interesting one yet. Okay. No big deal. It has to be something where the song is well enough known that you can guess it, but it's not whatever the main thing about the song is. Well, spoiler alert, I have a game prepped. Oh, God. Also, I've got a buff neck. No, it's I want a buff neck. <laughs> well, yeah. from in living color? Say, will someone bing that and see if that really happened? <laughs> I can't say for sure anymore whether that's real or something that I have imagined. One of, one of Jim Carrey's... I want Let's a say buff neck. less memorable characters from In Living Color. <laughs> I remember it. Don't give me that. <laughs> Do you think that shows like you know? Every once in a while, they'll be like it's Saturday Night Live best of. Uh, let's say Dana Carvey, and that's like, exactly oh, who I was gonna is, say. Most of this is not good. Yeah, it's like the what, the church the church lady was that him. Yes. Yeah, it'd be a lot of the church lady or whatever. Yeah, I'd be like, it's Rob Schneider. And then it's just like the guy who gives all the nicknames. And you're like, fuck, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People laughed at this when it was on TV. Anyway, I cannot imagine going back and watching old episodes of In Living Color is a good idea. It doesn't seem like it could have aged very well based on the things I remember, like Handyman. Um, Oh, yeah. Whatever those two queer film critics were. Girl, girls on film yeah whatever that men, was men on film i think was the name of that sketch yeah where they hated it spoiler alert they, they hated did it. hate it that's right they hated it uh like things like that i don't know i get the feeling that one didn't age so very well maybe not well that's all right because i do remember watching it a few years back and seeing a very good sketch that was about uh tracy chapman and it was not how she came up with lyrics, and she would just look out the window and write down all the things that were happening outside. So the songs were about how she looked down and she saw an old man by a dumpster, and uh, the old man, I don't know, it was a cat too and stuff. Anyway, and she would, that's how she wrote her songs, which is by looking at her apartment window. Now, all Tracy Chapman jokes and references are based entirely on the song Fast Car, right? Probably, yeah. Is there another one? Is there another song or another yeah. joke? Well, the other song was Give Me One Reason to Stay Here. Oh. And that one was always way too... It sounded like she got together with some r- real run-of-the-mill studio musicians. <laughs> and laid like, just laid one down. It's not supposed to sound like studio musicians. <laughs> right. This one this one sounded like the worst... Uh, she should have just scrapped that session halfway through. Because it was not artistic. All right, everybody. It's nobody's fault, but this is nothing. That's right. We're all going to, you know what? We only laid down the first couple bars, but I think that's good. That's good right there. Um, no, I, uh, 
did David Allen Greer play Tracy Chapman? Because it seems like up his up his alley. No, I thought that's the way they were gonna go too. They let the girl. They let the girl Waynes oh, okay. play her. Whatever the girl Waynes is. It's just that he was so good as Maya Angelou. Yes, he was. Crispity crunchity peanut buttery. <laughs> when they made it do Butterfinger. Anyway. <clears throat> Uh, on the 10th, Ryan writes, uh, fun fact, Steve Harwell is probably the only truly notable alumni from Prospect High School. Now, I had to look that one up. That's the guy from Smash Mouth. Uh, me too. I went, that name's familiar. And then I looked it up and, oh, it's Smash Mouth guy. That guy we talk about almost every episode. Yeah, we, but never by name. a lot, but like, <laughs> uh, now he's from Prospect High School. I, I guess that's what, that's what Ryan said. Ryan Let's take a lie. look at who Wikipedia says are notable alumni. Hmm. Oh, yeah, boy. That's, it's nobody. That's it? <laughs> uh, do you know concert pianist John no. Nakamatsu? No. No, I saw uh, on, on ESPN there was a big feature about Prospect like a couple of months ago because they have a football coach who's got like no, no arms and legs or something. Something like that. Uh, it was uh, one of those uh, kind of E60 feel-good stories. And I was like, fuck uh, you, Prospect. I can't even root against you like this. You're not even going to let me. I have to go, oh, that's pretty nice. Apparently there's a podcast, a true crime podcast called Dirty John, about a guy who, like, uh, abused a woman and then was killed by her daughter. Anyway, that guy went to Prospect. Ooh. Marjan should listen to that. She loves things that she can relate to, and and she likes no other things about it, just that she can relate to it. Well, so it's called it's called Dirty John. Yeah. So if it's about like a South Bay dude being a real gross perv, that sounds pretty good. Just uh, just real quick while we're doing this, let's see what Wikipedia says about uh, our alma mater, Dan Gladden, the Magic Man. Well, there are more of them, but let's see if any of them are anything. One of them better be Dan Gladden. I can't imagine who's more famous than the Magic Man. Uh, there's the guy from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, Brett right. Dalton. I told him. I told you about that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> a guy from the class of 2010 who dropped out and is now a professional gamer. I don't know any professional gamers except for Ninja and only because Ninja keeps showing up on all the ads on YouTube. Oh, uh, apparently the vocalist from the band Rancid, Lars Fredrickson. I told you, it's one of the songs he talks about taking the 60. Yeah, well, apparently he went to Westmont. Yeah. He he put, eh, it doesn't matter, <laughs> uh, Dan Gladden. Yeah, the magic man. Uh, yeah, I, it, <laughs> yes, is that in he was such his? He was an extremely run-of-the-mill baseball player. Who I think briefly played for the played for the Giants for a little uh, while in the eighties. You know, Wikipedia says he was known as the Dazzle Man. Oh. Is is that what you were thinking of? I mean, Magic Man sounds better. It does. <laughs> also because of that song. I mean, this uh, obviously the, the so this picture on Wikipedia is from nineteen eighty seven, but mm-hmm. like, if you told me that he was from Dayton, Ohio, I would say, yeah, that tracks. I think he doesn't really look like he went to Westmont. Everyone from the 80s looked like they might be from Dayton. I guess so. I think is what was happening. Oh, it's really anyway. the Dazzle? It's the Dazzle Man, huh? <sighs> All right. Yeah, anyway, uh, 
we're doing a little better in terms of notable alumni, but uh, not not great. Hey, do you think Rancid cancels out Smash Mouth or not? Because because Smash Mouth had more national appeal. I mean, what do you mean by that? <laughs> I mean, what do you mean I by mean, cancels out? Because they're both uh, kind of bad. That's what I was going to say. I'm saying they got one bad music guy. <laughs> we got one bad music guy. But I think theirs is more famous, right? Smash Mouth made it because of the stupid Shrek. Yeah, of Shrek. Shrek, <laughs> Shrek, Shrek really helped. <laughs> I don't, <clears throat> don't, boy. Boy, let me tell you. Don't get don't get at them on Twitter about Shrek. Say you're only famous because you're Shrek, because <laughs> they will come right back at you with we had two number ones before Shrek. Do you suppose we should start trying to get should the brother date account go nah. after him? No, okay. nah. Right. You don't want anyone to hear this. That guy's got nothing but time, and he might still be local. <laughs> that dude could show up at my house. Well, I told you my old VP was definitely, definitely the original, the original lead singer of Smash Mouth. Definitely, he's if not an inveterate liar. It's a true, it's a true statement. If he does show up at the house, though, mm. I will open the door and go, oh, my God, Guy Fieri? <laughs> Guy Fieri came to my house. I ate a Johnny Garlics once after you were no longer associated with it. Start, t- start taking cell phone video and talking about how excited you are Guy Fieri's here. Hey, it's, it's fucking it's Guy Fieri. Everybody, Guy Fieri's in my house right now. I'm live streaming this. this I'm live streaming this on YouTube. Mm, just for fun, let's see if anybody ever went to Del Mar. Hmm. I mean, Gary Radnich. Oh, I love... Have we talked before about the joy of whatever... Oh, Dick Vermeil. Yeah, so oh, a couple. Yeah, Dick Vermeil's pretty good. Have we talked before about... No, no, no. He began his teaching career at Del Mar. It doesn't say he graduated from Del Mar. It's something, though. That's a link. The wonderful joy of watching the New Year's Eve, the New Year's special on whatever local Bay Area channel that is, that is hosted by Gary Radnich, where when the broadcast starts, he's already drunk. <laughs> Every single year. And it, the, it gets weirder and weirder as the night goes on. Eventually his family shows up and I I don't want to be, I always get the feeling he's trying to show everyone, look at my black family. Ah. He's always like, he, he makes them come stand in front of the fucking camera and they don't want to be there. And they make it ah, clear nice. they don't want to be there, but he keeps like making them come in front of the camera like nine different times throughout the night. It's a wonderful thing. It's what I miss most about the Bay Area out of all things. Ah, man. It's Gary Radnich. Who would have thought? Yeah, it's not you or... I don't care. I knew it was going to be Like Carl's Jr. You lived here for years. We never saw each other. (laughs) It was pretty rare. If mom was doing something, we'd see each other. One time time we got (laughs) cheesesteaks. Basically, we didn't see each other. Occasionally... uh... You, me, Marjan, and Katie would do something, but that was right again occasional. Yeah, Gary. Yeah, well, your wife sassed my wife one time. So about what? She said Katie didn't like anything. <laughs> now Marjan, of course, likes everything so, or is willing to do everything. Comparatively, everybody kind of doesn't like anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I shouldn't have brought that up. Uh, <laughs> On the 12th, Ryan wrote, I don't honestly see Matt threatening to smash a stranger's head over some staring. Like, ever been to San Francisco? Yeah, many, many times. Many times. Uh, The staring has never really bothered me in San Francisco. Mostly because the people who are staring at me are... It's like the least offensive thing that happens in San Francisco. That's what I was going to say. It's... uh... 
if they're staring, there's usually something else happening, too, that is more bothersome. They're either naked or screaming uh, obscenities at nobody in particular. Uh, the uh, last time we went up to the city with Ben and Erica, we saw both. There you go. There was a possibly trans woman okay. screaming at someone in the street with uh, with her tits out. Awesome. It was 5, 5 p.m. It was 5 p.m. <laughs> yes, the night begins a little bit earlier in parts of San Francisco. Yeah. It was a, just a real real San Francisco experience. Yeah, uh, okay, so maybe I was being hyperbolic a little bit. Maybe skull crushing, not so much. But I would definitely give a real good save it. <laughs> just whatever you're looking at me for, just save it. Uh, then for some reason... Uh, just yesterday, maybe the day before yesterday, uh, Shannon wrote at brother date fan mail posted today to our favorite podcasters. And then she shows, uh, pictures of two boxes. Oh, uh, so I guess Robert Krulwich and Jad, uh, Abumrod have uh, packages coming. <laughs> I don't, and I don't know who they need are. to know about it for some reason. Oh, that's uh radio lab. Ah, okay. There's a host of radio lab. I knew it was. It was somebody else, but I... You preferred, like, a Roman Mars from 99... Oh, you only listen to sports podcasts. All I could recognize was that it wasn't my name, and then I thought, did I change my name? But it, Yeah, no, one's it going to Roman Mars, and one's going to Dan Carlin. That's oh, that. Very good. <laughs> I, I know at least one of those. Yeah. No one should send Dan Carlin anything. What a gold no, buck a show is what he demands. I won't do it. Well, these days that's like two bucks a year, so I still won't do it. Not worth it. I mean, it's in the budget, but like, eh. <laughs> yeah, that's all, that one is only good if you jump in the first time and you've got a whole backlog. Yeah, once you're caught up, that's it's not even worth paying attention to anymore. Well, now when one comes out, I'm like, when am I going to have five hours to listen to this episode? That's him reading to me. Yeah, and occasionally reading with emphasis in weird parts of the sentence. Yeah, listen. I'm not that good at reading on mic. I mean, I do I do these. I mostly don't mispronounce things when I do these mailbags. That's the best that can be said about it. There you go. Yeah. That's the end of the mailbags, a short one this week. Wow. We did, um, that was probably the shortest we've had in a long time. We had a pretty good run of, of decent-sized mailbags. Yeah. Yeah. So everyone. I mean, I get it. I'm done with this show, too. Every, no, that's not. We're just getting started, especially on Star Trek weeks. This don't, shit don't, is just starting to fucking take off. No, dog, we're we're damn near a third. Hang on, <laughs> we're just damn now near a third of the way through. Taken off because this week is the hunted. This next this next TNG episode. Ah, so I wish I had labeled these. So don't even tell me that we are. No, we got years and years and years left of good material every other week. So on this week. The viewers, sorry, viewers, the listeners need to step up. Or viewers, maybe someone's watching me. What's 880 divided by 5? I feel like that should be easy math. It is. It's uh, 176, 176? Sure. What's 57 times 3? That's uh, 171. We're, we're so close. We're so close now to a third of the way through. And so the, every other week, the listeners need to step up and stack this show full of programming because my brain doesn't work anymore. <laughs> well, I got two jobs. 
As you know, the mailbag is no longer our only source of listener-provided content. Thank God. There is another segment. Would you, would Hold you on. like to... I'm going to pop at least one earbud out. <laughs> okay. Would you like to segue into that now? No, just play the fucking song. Okay. Now, call me Bobby. It never stops being think... funny. It's just such an aggravating sound. <laughs> oh, I feel like that was done deliberately. The way it is... Uh, it strains it, to hit that note. It does not catch the rhythm of the song <laughs> at all. It strains to hit that note right before it heads into the chorus. It's like yeah. trying so hard. Um, do you think a, a musical saw is quieter than that? Oh, hell yes. Okay. Hell yeah. That's another thing I've thought of taking up. Boy. I have I can sort of bow a violin, so I feel like I feel that's like half of the skill in a musical saw. That's the kind of thing that I would be embarrassed to do by myself alone in a room <laughs> to play a to play a singing saw. Well, first of all, your neighbors would think you had ghosts. <laughs> it's a very haunting Dude, sound. People around here really think shit like that, so yeah, they probably would. Uh, the upstairs neighbor before they moved out like a month ago or whatever told me they thought they had ghosts. Because they heard something on the roof. And I said, Marshawn will, Marshawn will confirm that I looked at this lady and said, sure is not like a bird? Because <laughs> I couldn't believe she was serious. Yeah. I was like, uh, you know I don't think it's ghosts. Do you know why that seemed weird to Marjan? Because like all human beings, she would know that the correct thing to say there was nothing. <laughs> I just couldn't help it. Like, what are you talking about, lady? You heard a sound? <laughs> it's probably a raccoon or something. Like, Jesus. The, yeah, it was any any number of animals that exist here in the city. It was not a ghost. But anyway, yeah, so they would really believe You know how that. ghosts are famously walking around on the roof? Yeah, you heard about all the stories. To mildly put you out? You've just seen the ghost hunting shows where they go up on the roof all the time? <laughs> hey, I think I heard one coming from the roof! I can't. I can't leave until my business is concluded, and that business is on the roof, cleaning the gutters. I uh, uh, I went up there. That's actually where I died. I had, I got half a sandwich up there. I got to finish. But my my spectral my spectral hands can't clear the leaves, so I forever <laughs> walk the roof doing nothing. I'm forever shoveling, shoveling nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I thought it was a bird. I think it's a bird. Yeah, it probably was a bird. Probably that same cardinal that was irritating you. I found out where he sits. First few months. Oh, is he still there? I, oh, he he's clearly in the same location most nights because it sounds exactly the same like each time. And I, I found him. I know where he sits. He sits up on the top of a light pole, up on the, staring at it on the left side, up on the very, very, this thing's like uh, fucking 40 feet high. And um, he's fucking loud as shit. I don't know why the cardinals are so much louder than all the other birds in my neighborhood. Because the mockingbirds are way quieter. And the finches are quieter. It's this motherfucking cardinal. I mean, it'd be impressive if you had a loud-ass finch. They're so tiny. Because one of them, one time I saw the finch, he was sitting on my patio. And he was making noise and it was like nothing. Yeah, because he's tiny. He's fucking... Not the cardinals are big, though. Why are they so loud? I don't know. All right, let's... that's their evolutionary adaptation. They're very bright in color and they're loud. I just feel like both of those things combined mean an owl's gonna eat them real easy. 
Oh, yeah, you'd think. Like, huh? especially because they keep shouting in the middle of the night, like, bro, go to sleep. Owls are out. That's true. They're going to find their you. Time. They're going to find you and eat you. Why are you so stupid? I can't even go to bed anymore because now they're chirping at midnight. <laughs> Why don't they understand this never happened in California? This never happened in Boston. It only happens here. We got cardinals out here. These fucking birds chirp all night long. Like it's motherfucking. I'm just. Let's start, let's do Barry. Let's do this segment. Hello again to you both, and uh, I'm looking forward to hearing another uh, episode uh, before the call me Barry section and uh, after as well. I will attempt this time definitely keep. It's nice of him not to turn it right off when we're done with his piece. <laughs> well, he he says he listens to the Star Treks, right? Yeah. So he should listen to this. This is a much easier. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's not. I mean, it's less structured, and you never know what we're going to talk about or if it'll be anything. Well, I don't know. Yeah. But under uh, 10 minutes. So it doesn't just become a whole other show. And. Um, uh, and through that to me and uh, Shannon have had some offline communications to ensure that we don't duplicate effort in discussing all the stuff. So we'll both make sure that we manage to cover our own uh, bits as is uh, as is appropriate. <laughs> I'm sorry, did you want to say something <laughs> about co- covering your bits? They should both cover their own bits as is appropriate, for sure. <laughs> well, but who told them they were naked? <laughs> All right, sorry. The um, one thing I did want to talk about was the. I mean, you mentioned what were the differences between the mail system here, um, and in your own uh, apparently also uh, angry mail um system. Uh, the main thing is there's a bit more. I don't know if there's a bit more competition here. There's certainly a lot more people being used by people like Amazon and things like that. And, the traditional post office delivery system here was called Royal Mail, and um, it's perfectly fine, really good. Um, the quality has deteriorated over my lifetime, but probably because it was entirely unsustainable the way that it was. You used to get two deliveries a day, one in the morning, one in the evening, and uh, one on Saturdays, whereas now you just get one delivery a day. Um, Two different types of posts you can use here, first class and second class. Uh, first class guarantees within two days, second class guarantees within four days now. It used to be first class would guarantee you get a letter the next, your letters received the next day without having to resort to potentially uh, sketchy stalker-like postmen who, who deliver mail out of their way by hand. <laughs> um, but you used to be able to guarantee that if you posted a letter in Thurso in the very north of Scotland, Send it out to Cornwall at the very south tip of England. I know where Cornwall is. <laughs> Sorry. Um, uh, I who? Go on. Okay, so do you ever get one of these Amazons where a, you're just like, why is there a 1994 yes. Honda Accord in my driveway? Increasingly, and then just a dude gets out and throws your package on the step and goes away. Increasingly, yeah. They'll, they'll now they'll they'll buzz me and I'll. I'll pick up the receiver and I'll go, hello, and they'll go, Amazon. And I'll be like, nah, it's not, though. This is not Amazon. This is some guy. And he's angry. And I'm kind of trying to figure out why he's angry. I didn't make him, like, he picked this job. 
Yeah. Why are you mad at me about it, bro? I hate my job, but I'm not mean to the fucking people I work with. So, yes, and specifically throwing packages, that's still uh, firmly in the hands of FedEx. I've <laughs> I've seen them literally just toss my packages. I don't... I mean, we can do an hour on FedEx. This last mass drop that I had, they're fucking... The package got, again, all the way from New Jersey, got into California on a Thursday morning. Oh, I remember this. And then it uh, stayed in Truckee over the whole weekend. It just got a nice long weekend up up by Donner Pass before it moved on. So I got it on Wednesday. And was that the one that when it got to California, it still said it had like a whole week before delivery or whatever? Uh Yeah, when it did, by the way. Yeah, I told you. Those do a circuit and a half. I got it late in the day on Wednesday. Those do a circuit and a half of California before they're delivered to you. It's how the rules work. All right. Don't ask me why. (laughs) They have to go Uh, all the way around. Meanwhile, uh... I ordered something from JetPens on Monday, and fucking FedEx showed up with it, uh, like a FedEx truck pulled up with this shit yesterday, and it's just like the what's what's happening. Yeah, um, we kept having a problem where our Blue Apron packages, like one of the ingredients, was always busted open <laughs> when we get it. Every week there was a, just one ingredient, and we'd be like, "Man, what the fuck is going on with Blue Apron?" Like, we should have known it wasn't Blue Apron. Because one time I was coming home from running an errand and I saw the FedEx guy <laughs> take our big Blue Apron box and just hurl it, like, nine feet <laughs> to the doorstep. <laughs> and, like, a big cloud of dust fucking flew up when it hit the ground. <laughs> this dude has been doing Duolingo and he knows he doesn't have to love his job. That's right. And I just like I was too far away to say anything because I was I was driving past and I was gonna park and I was like, did I just fucking see that right? Did that guy just fucking hurl my package from across the fucking sidewalk? And he was gone by the time I actually got out of my car and got over there. And sure enough, it was the blue apron box. Ah, I see. Yeah, this, <laughs> this is, is what's been happening. Yeah, the FedEx guy's doing it. This explains why my olive oil was busted last week. Oh, it's always like some spice packet. It's always like whatever fake mexican spice or something and it's just all over all the other ingredients oh it just like it just explodes from the compression Mm -hmm. yeah thanks fedex you shit dicks two deliveries a day seems like a lot i'm not surprised that they don't do that anymore look dude back in the 50s your milkman would come five times a day that doesn't i think you made that up well time will tell that's too much milk. When we use the backwards, when we use the backwards machine with the red light. Everybody in the everybody in the fifties must have had good bones. Yeah, dude, they grew up tall. I learned how to say that today. That the in Korean, that the the child, the milk drinking child, is tall. Well, wait a minute. What lesson was that in? Because I feel like I could read that now. That's in um, um, modifiers two, I think. Okay. Is it a new way to say is tall instead of the compound way to nope. saying like their height is big? Still have to say height is big. Okay. I haven't learned a new one of those yet. Yes. <laughs> uh, whatever. Kiga. Uh, uh, whichever ending you use for it. Kumida or whatever. Right. Uh, let's continue. Um, and obviously prices have gone up as well, but. I gather that it's uh, a much more efficient and effective and friendly service than what you guys experience. Uh, honestly, it's not that bad. Like, the USPS is 
not as bad as most. I've had problems. That, I definitely, I definitely prefer it to that Honda Accord show up. <laughs> well, yes, yes, the Amazon system's not great. It's obviously worse than just using regular FedEx or regular UPS or the USPS. But I've had problems with all of them. And yeah, the like the price has gone up, but I am unimpressed by that argument because uh, stamps fifty cents. Yeah, I mean it's fifty cents. Yeah. I can make someone read my bullshit letter for 50 cents. <laughs> you, can, even, you can make them read it? Even if they're all the way across the country. Oh. Well, no, obviously, politeness makes them read it. Say maybe the mailman stops and like makes the but person someone, open it. Someone takes that dumb thing that I wrote, usually six pages, Damn. all the way across the country for 50 cents. Who are you writing six-page letters to? Oh, all my pen pals. Damn. Six six pages of Tomo River, fifty two grams per square meter, is the most I can get with one stamp. I um, I don't really have that much to say. So I usually start wrapping it up at about six. I live alone and I'm lonely. <laughs> you guys, you guys understand, right? That that's what's happening here. It's just loneliness. I got it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Sure. All right. We're bearing our soul today. I mean, I am. Hey, I'm not going to. I'm not going to participate. We don't have mail pickup in the way that you do if you want to send a letter or a parcel you have to either go to a post office or drop it into a mailbox um, the postman doesn't collect mail on his way around uh, and uh, mostly probably because post people here are all pretty much on foot with a bag of mail uh, I, I know especially because I, I did it as a job during the summer um, for several years so you get up at four in the morning Go to the delivery office. Sort. This guy's like a Jamie Heineman. In that he's had he seemed, many diverse he said, careers. He's had too many different interests and jobs. Well, my wife likes her job more than she likes me. Oh, so you're bearing your soul too? I just thought it wasn't cool to leave you out there by yourself. Okay. So I, yeah, I was fine. So, you know, that's out there. <laughs> it uh, sucks that she told you that, but, you know. Yeah, well, show me a long time ago. It's fine. Totally used um, to it. I, am I wrong, or did there used to be a lot more mailboxes? Oh, hell yeah, or is dude. It, or is it just that... Uh, see, I think of them as being, like, payphones, where they used to be fucking everywhere. No, I think you're right, because now I have to, like, hunt hunt them down and then fucking remember where the hell they are. I just go to the post office and use the mailbox... Like, I go at night, so it's not open. I mean, it's barely open during the day. Right. But I just go use the one outside the mailbox, outside the post office, because, like... I don't know where they are now. Yeah, I, I've located like two or three that I know are within easy walking distance. Plus my mailbox downstairs has an outbox if I trust it. Right, yeah. It's, it I, tends I, I to could be just slow. Put, I just put the letter, I could just put a letter in the mailbox on the outside of my house and the mailman will take it. But like, I think, I think that's what they want you to do. Like, between that and shit like stamps.com, I think you're not supposed to go anywhere. You're <laughs> just supposed to give it to your mailman at your house. They don't want you to go to the post office so they can be open even less. I mean, it's like, they close at 1 on Saturday. I know, yeah. <clears throat> and 5 on weekdays. So if you have a job, you got oh, like yeah. a three-hour window on Saturday you can get down there. That's always been my biggest complaint. But um, until I started working from home. Right. Because I can fucking... I can get out of here. No one's going to fucking know. I mean, that is the ticket. Let's get going. Some mail. 
and then take a big bag of mail out and then halfway through through your route. Dude, I know how delivering the mail works. You pick up Sorry. a bag of mail there and then continue to deliver that. All right, you missed the most interesting part <laughs> of his system because of shouting. Sorry. When he said that he, when he was taking his route, he'd take a big bag of mail and then halfway through his route, there'd be a post office and he'd pick up a second bag. You're right. That was fascinating. I'm sorry. I'm just I'm just saying. Yeah, it's just when it started up again and I thought he was literally just going to describe to us that you have to take mail and you bring it to someone's house and you put it in their mailbox. <laughs> uh, I, I live in um, in pretty civilized areas, in kind of city areas. The mailman here definitely parks his truck somewhere and then does the whole block on foot. He's not like driving from mailbox to mailbox like I live on rural route 14 or whatever. Uh, my very surly mailman, I, I think he, I only ever see him park and do these three buildings here in a row and then get in and drive some more. Well, that's probably a lot of mail for those three buildings. I think that's true. In, in, um, mostly single family home area. You're right. Yeah. So he probably can't fit it in a bag and just walk it all around or whatever. Uh, he does sometimes it means though that he does two rounds of deliveries where like he drives by and drops off packages and then he'll do his walking tour with the actual mail a little later in the day. Huh. Has the mail truck or man ever been hit by people fucking cruising around that corner? <laughs> I've never seen it, but it must have happened. <laughs> it's so, it's the most dangerous thing I've ever seen. I can't believe they haven't found a way to make that better. People get off the highway and they cruise down there at fucking full speed and then suddenly there's a little bend. (laughs) Well, so yeah, so they get off the highway. It's three lanes wide. Yep. Then they get down to the street immediately before that bend and it fucking swoops right down to one lane. Yes. And then there's that little curve. And then it drops to 25 when it hits, when it becomes one lane when you get across the intersection. But immediately there's that 15 mile per hour curve and it's kind of not a joke. Yeah, I never... Like you can do it at 25, but don't do it at 35. I do not get the impression anyone is paying attention to the 25 sign. No, you don't even have a chance to see it. I think they start to get to the curve and they go, well, that looks like a curve. And then they like, if they're paying attention, they start to slow down. But it seems like people don't always pay attention. That's fucking, it's 35 right till you hit that intersection. And then that curve is 500 feet beyond. And it it's not, it's no joke. And uh, since you've lived there, how many fucking crashes have there been out there? Uh, there have been... Two serious crashes related to taking that curve uh, in which the car flipped over. (laughs) There was another crash last year in which a guy just busted his wheel and axle pretty bad. Probably the car ended up a write-off given the way insurance tends to work. Right. Uh, But he managed to limp halfway up the street before he realized that the one wheel was not turning at all. (laughs) Uh, uh, (laughs) There was a... uh, a car that hit the boulders in front of my neighbor's house in the middle of the night two Ooh. years ago. Those boulders are there because otherwise the cars were going into their yard. For sure. Uh, and that boulder got displaced up against a tree and Damn. no one has moved it back, but it is covered in yellow paint. But that car either drove away or was towed off before I, I saw it. So I don't know how serious that was. Yeah, because those things are pretty big. They, they look heavy. You'd have to really nail one of those. Yeah, yep. So there were, uh, there have been five, I would say, uh, medical grade accidents mm-hmm. in the 
10 years I've lived here. And uh, just a couple of weeks ago, we had a drunk driver take out a sign, but that she was going in the other direction. So she didn't even get to oh. the curve. Man, she really, she was fucking wrecked. Uh, well, she took out, uh, <laughs> she actually uh, smashed the utility pole and it was just hanging there with the bottom in splinters until they uh, replace it the next day. Good God. Yep. So none of that doesn't count any weird fender benders or whatever. So that's oh, no, 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 no. Uh, there's a fender bender, I would say, every three weeks right in front of my house. The traffic piles up here real bad uh, uh, for like half an hour, like between 6 and 6.30. Right. And uh, it's very common for me to like still be working or be, be doing something on my computer and just hear that kind of dull, flat thud mm-hmm. that a fender bender makes. Like, it seems like it should be a sharp sound. Because it's metal hitting metal and like glass breaks sometimes, but it's always it's it it really is kind of a slapping sound. Yeah, and then you just see two people standing in front of my house looking at their cars, like, "Well, we did the damn thing." Yeah, I've only seen two accidents outside this place I'm living now in the year and a half I've been here, but they were both pretty good ones, pretty decent ones where someone gets out and they're staggering around like head injury for sure. Um, but we don't have any crazy bends, just a weird intersection. Anyway, mail. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, that's the, I think that's the big difference though, is the, is the pickup system. So that uh, alleviates the responsibility that, uh, uh, Judo obviously feels to redistribute his mail. Um, because the postal worker would never know. Um, equally we share similar levels of protection of the mail. Um, obviously the US mail has, has, it's probably the most protective mail system in the world, uh, given that it's a, like essentially a proper federal authority. Apparently, it even has its own SWAT team, uh, and tampering with the mail is a serious offence here. Can you pause it? Um, but like a serious. What movie is it where somebody is a a mail cop, or was it a TV show? I'm trying to think. I know what you're talking about. It's like a like a you know, a secondary character or something, or like a, a short arc where somebody is a male, male enforcement officer. What the fuck is it? Some comedy. I feel like it's fucking, like it's Rob Hubel or a Rob Hubel. Could it have been like a Brooklyn Nine-Nine or something like that where they have to deal, where they have to work it with a male cop? It has to have been cop. something we both saw. Yeah, maybe it was a Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Something like that. A male cop, yeah. And uh, I, did, I remember after that episode, of course, I was Wikipediaing. The way the, well, the way the male cops work. So I am a, a bit familiar with this. Anyway, offense as in like you know one or two years in prison, if you are like seriously tampering with a male, male fraud would be a different thing. But um, but for you guys, tampering with a male is like that that will get a far quicker response than your house being broken into. Um. Oh, I mean, definitely, definitely. The time my house was broken into, it did take an hour for the police to show up. Now. There wasn't a guy in the house. Not that you know of. What if he's still there? Down under the basement? Yeah. He would be, he'd be stinky by now. Or maybe he's up on the roof. Maybe you should ask. No, I don't have ghosts. <laughs> okay. Well, no maybe a ghost here. wanted a guitar real bad. That's all I'm saying. And a bass. Maybe it was a ghost who in real life was a great musician. By the name of Elvis Presley. Go on. And he wanted my Fender Getty Lee jazz bass. He doesn't know what he wants, just like in real life. Just like when he was alive. Right. And he wanted an Epiphone Les Paul? Yes, just like in real life. I'm when he saying, would take his dates the stuff. to the morgue. What? 
Elvis. We'll get into it another time. He was a so weird I think dude. We will. So yeah, that, that's like totally crazy. Uh, I was a little taken aback at um, Matt's apparent mental health difficulties. <laughs> I, I didn't realize how bad it all was. Um, hey, this whoops. is episode one hundred thirty-six of this show. I, I finally gave it away. Son of a bitch! <laughs> finally let him in on it. Oh. I think we talked about he he thought you were upset about something, and I said we'll just wait until his router doesn't work, and then <laughs> oh oh that yeah that's not he was worried you were su- be suicidal about something. Oh, you mean the, the just scratching the surface of the things that are wrong inside of my <laughs> brain? Right. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, let's talk about that. For him, so I, I hope he's I hope he's you know consistently in therapy somehow. Um, oh, we've never talked about this. Have you ever been to a therapy? No, I have not okay. been to. To even one. I don't have a joke for that. I just haven't been. Yeah, it turns out it's not funny. Sorry. Uh, pro- probably you should, but it's expensive. I don't. Know. I don't have. I got two jobs, man. I'm busy. The apparent joy of having some sort of skin in the game in in in, in your tax system. You know, if, a, oh. if it wasn't for the fear of potentially kissing your wife goodbye and disappearing up to the roof. And the tax system just wouldn't be fun. Oh. Um, so that that's obviously a terrible thing to hear about. I hope I hope Matt manages to manages to, to emigrate. Really, um, I think that's the only option. It's taxes. So you know, can come to Europe. Wait, uh, this was a he, tax thing. This is an invitation. Hmm. Is that legally binding? Can you just leave the country? Can you just not? Yes, it's like vampires. If you invite me okay. in, I'm. That's how the only way I can enter, actually. They wouldn't. They would never let me in to anywhere in Europe unless I was officially invited by somebody. Uh, as long as, yeah, you, know, you hear these stories every once in a while about how these uh, uh, alt right pseudo intellectual uh, personalities are like, you know what, you can't come to Australia. <laughs> you know what, we've thought about it, and no. That's. I mean, that's fine. But I don't. Which I don't. Is, which would be more of an honor. To be officially invited or officially, officially disinvited? Or officially disinvited. I guess it depends on who's making the invitation. Mm. Because there is some, there must be a special joy in being specifically disinvited from a place. Yeah, I guess. I mean, if if nothing else, it allows these people to uh, feel real persecuted. Yeah, and add uh, Australia or whoever to their list of uh, criminals out to get them. Yeah. 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 It's a lot nicer. And if you do suffer, there's always free healthcare as well. So, you know, swings and roundabouts, maybe. Uh, and uh, finally, uh, struck by the, the, the comment where you talked about when I mentioned about Picard and, and you know, reviewing him as a dangerous sociopath. And you also mentioned that uh, the, I don't know if it's explicit, but certainly the implicit in that Picard has benefited from some sort of old boys network. Um, that very much reminds me of. <laughs> my work where they all went to at the top of my office they all went to like you know the same one or two private schools and uh, oxford or cambridge and they all there's an episode where first of all he knows all the admirals and they all like him Mm -hmm. and there's an episode where one talks about how he remembers watching him win the academy marathon isn't that jp isn't that his buddy on the melbourne yeah Yes, because it's not. This is not said to Picard. Oh, I thought it was. Was it not? I thought 
I thought he was talking about, or maybe uh, he's he's talking just like don't give up on him. This is the damnedest thing he ever. I don't know something like that. Okay, yeah. Uh, and that that to me is like that is the clearest signal is that this old admiral remembers an athletic achievement of oh, Picard's. Yeah. And it's like, well, there you go. Yeah, Admiral J.P. Hansen described this as the damnedest thing I ever saw when uh, uh, Picard passed four upperclassmen on the last hill. Yeah, you know how 22-year-olds are better marathon runners than 18-year-olds. Everyone knows it's true. Everyone knows that to be true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that is uh, 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 best of both worlds. Had stiff and shirts and played silly games with robes and God knows what. Very much Harry Potter like, and they're all somehow distantly related to each other. Um, but yeah, so uh, that's clearly where he took his inspiration from. I yeah, think, look, uh, existing um, networks. Uh, they all went to one school. It's called Starfleet Academy. That's true. They and, did all go to the same school. <laughs> but even in real life, that's how America works too. It's uh. It's just a series of networks, so. Uh, I mean, it is. It, honestly, it's a little bit less silly. Like, uh, I, I'm sure I've shared 20 Wikipedia articles with you about the weird ball games that are played at the various public uh, schools in England. Yeah. So. Quidditch. You know. Well, I mean. By Quidditch. There are there are people who play Quidditch now. There are people who do I mean, that. They don't here fly, too. so it's not really Quidditch. Gra- gra- uh, field Quidditch. It's f- field Quidditch. Play some field Quidditch out there. Uh, there's 15 seconds left in this. Let me just finish it up. Okay, sorry. <laughs> in England for him, but anyway, that was all I had to had to say. So I definitely have kept it uh, under time this time. But uh, thanks very much, and I uh, look forward to hearing the next episodes. See you guys. No, no, thank you. And um, now there's finally someone who can answer all of the Harry Potter Potter questions. I was uh, too bored to Google. Hey, what's a Lamy? What is what's a Lamy? What are you talking about? Is there a guy named Lamy? What's he do? I heard somebody Harry Potter. Yeah, is that not is that not the right the one? I don't think there's a Lamy. I heard somebody. I thought I heard somebody talk about a Lamy in Harry Potter a few weeks ago, and I was like, I don't know what that one is. Were they talking about the German fountain pen manufacturer? Yes, maybe? that's probably what it was. Okay. I get them confused a lot. I don't. I, I was don't on remember, jet pens. It's my mistake. I don't remember a scene where like Ron Weasley pulls out a Lamy two thousand and then you're like, and does okay. a magic spell with it. Yeah, no, uh-huh. his he's that's an expensive pen, and his family is poor. Ouch! <laughs> wow. No, it's like the main thing about the Weasleys is that they're poor. Well, I don't know anything about the Weasleys. But the Weasleys, but they're but they're pure bloods. You see. So that they're still oh, better than ain't fucking mu- mudbloods. Mudbloods. I knew that. Mundanes yeah. is what I was going to say, and I knew that wasn't right. No, well, <laughs> muggles. Muggles. But <laughs> muggles are the mundanes. Oh, okay. Mu- mu- mudbloods have muggle parents. I'm glad this conversation Wizards happening. with muggle parents. It's. Uh... Uh, no, but like. Uh, there's uh, in every Harry Potter book you hear about how somebody has just become a prefect or head boy or something like that, and I just go, <laughs> ah, "That's some British shit." I don't know. Head boy. <laughs> I love the idea that somebody could be named head boy. 
That's like a class president. I'm but, the best boy there is. Best little boy. But probably they're also allowed to discipline the other students or something because so it's, like paddle them uh, off whatever. or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I guess paddle them off. Is that not what you were talking about? <laughs> hey, I want to play a game. I prepared a game and I'm really proud oh, of it. Yeah, let's. Do let's you have the drop for the games? Do you have that drop? It's like uh, for games. For the well, well, there's the Q drop, but I meant um, I think it's called is it quiz quiz time for Ryan. It's not. This isn't really a quiz, but I figure it falls into the same <laughs> Hold thing. On. I didn't. I guess I didn't realize there was a quiz time. For, let me. Let's just see, see if you have it. If you don't have it, it, it's not a big deal. I'll, I'll send it to you afterward. <laughs> no, I probably I probably have a quiz time for Ryan. No problem. No problem. No problem. This is not a problem. What's a Lamy though? I just what do you remember anything about the context? Yeah, it's a person, I think. Lamy. No. So not Harry. But like what was the person saying? <laughs> is the question. You no, know, I can't I remember. No, I, nothing's coming up. Yeah, you can't remember because it happened in a dream. All, wait, all the Lamis. Wait, hold on. Harry Potter. Well, hold on. Something's coming up. Something's, something's in here. Oh, it looks like Lamis a Game of Thrones. Uh, okay. Lamis a Game of Thrones, everybody. He's not a Harry Potter. That's on me. Did you find that fucking drop? Nah, man. I don't think I got well, it. Don't worry, then. I'll send it to you later. Play the games drop you know again. I, Play that cue. What I seem not to have is, uh, uh, fuck you, Ryan, fuck you, Ben. I thought that was a good <laughs> one, too. <laughs> that's, that's, seems like I don't have that either. I'll send it to you just as a backup plan. All right, yeah. Here's our new drop. Games? Did someone say games? And perchance, for interest's sake, a deadly game? This will be deadly, too. Hey, when was the last time you, um, you played Skyrim? Oh, boy. Uh, it's been over a year, I would, th- I would say. When was the last time you picked up one of those uh, uh, fat geek and nerd books about Game of Thrones? Oh, much. Uh, yeah, about, let's say about a year since I reread the first one. Okay. But I haven't reread two through five ever. So I read them in 2014. Tw- no, 2012. Okay. Uh, I have got a list of places. Names of places. Okay, cool, cool, cool. That I need you to tell me whether they are in the world of the uh, Elder Scrolls V Skyrim. Okay, so specifically they would be on the map somewhere in Skyrim? On the map or in a town or whatever. Okay, cool. Uh, or in uh, the series of uh, A Song of Ice and Fire Game of Thrones books. Uh, now, is that limited to Westeros or is it anywhere? For the sake of this game, I will limit it to Westeros. Okay, good. There will All be right, nothing cool. from Essos or anywhere else. All right, good, because I don't remember that. In my in my brain, it's kind of like one of those areas is kind of like Asia Minor. Uh, uh, that could be. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Anyway, uh, this was strictly a no Bing, no Google game. Keep yeah, your hands, hands off the keyboard. Off for sure. the fucking keyboard. Okay. Uh, and I prepared like a shit ton of these. We can just go as long as we want. Um, The first place... The Sea of Ghosts. The Sea of Ghosts. Uh, I'm going to say that's Skyrim. 
that is Skyrim. You're correct. You're one for one. Okay. Is that uh, is that up near where the guy and his harbingers first came to Skyrim from Amora? Yes, it is up. Okay, near cool. Is Isgrimor? Whatever. Yeah, it's up near Isgrimor's main zone. Yeah, it's the main, his main bone zone. His main region. <laughs> All right. So good job. Brightwater Keep. That also feels like Skyrim. That is Game of Thrones. That's uh, somewhere in the reach. All right, I'm one and one. <clears throat> this is going pretty well, too. I'm pretty excited about this. The reach is near uh, Markarth. By the way. <laughs> That's a different kind. Not, That's Skyrim. Or is it near Falkreath? I think it's more near Markarth. Um, Dragon Tooth Crater. Skyrim. You are correct. That is Skyrim. You're doing pretty good. You're two for three. I spent a lot of hours in Skyrim. These are tricky. Partly because everything in Skyrim is biting off of these novels, it seems like. Uh, yeah, I guess. Maybe. These, um, this thing was announced for HBO, I think, around the time Skyrim came out. So it's possible that the Geek and Nerds had already read the books that existed, but I think people really got into it when that announcement was made. Um, when, uh, Skyrim came out in 2011, right? Yeah, 2011. Game of Thrones has probably been out about that long. Maybe 2010 or 2011. So that makes sense. Um, I mean, I'm talking about the show. Um, yeah. White Harbor. White Harbor, to me, feels like it's probably... Game of Thrones. You are correct. It's somehow too boring a name to be in Skyrim. Uh, that could be. Uh, I've tried to pick ones that, to me, seemed like really could go either way. Um, Coldwater Burn. How is that spelled? Literally B-U-R-N. Uh... Game of Thrones? You're correct again. Look at you. You're four of five. Yeah, I just, like, I don't remember that at all from Skyrim. Not like Bright Whatever Keep, which could I felt like could have been um, one of the million castles. <clears throat> High Moon Hall. Hmm. Uh, ooh. I mean, that one I really do feel like could go either way. It could be some of the vampire shit from Skyrim. Like such as uh, Dawn, Dawn, the Dawnguard expansion? Yeah, maybe such as the Dawnguard expansion. Uh, it's not the name. The companions are all werewolves. Yes. So it's not... But it's not the name of their zone. Uh, you mean where they live? Yeah. God, what is that called? Um, it's not. It's not where they live. There, that's no. called something else. I'm <clears throat> gonna guess that this is Game of Thrones, but I would not be surprised if I'm wrong. You are wrong. It's Skyrim. Ah, damn. Where is it? That is in Morthal. That's in where Morthal. the Jarl sits. In High Moon Hall? Mm-hmm. Morthal is such a dump. Yeah, well, it's one of those towns that doesn't even have like a loading screen or a wall. You just walk in and walk right. out. So it's kind of a minor city. 
Um, I don't think there's much werewolf activity up there either. No, there is some vampire activity, though. There is vampire activity there. Uh, and also the ghost of that dead girl. Yes, exactly. That's where you do the dead girl, the dead girl area, and where that guy maybe killed his whole family and is living with that vampire lady. That's the vampire business up there, right? The yeah, guy who everyone's so. mad at because he lives with the vampire lady and like maybe yes. he burned his house down or whatever. Right. Yeah. That they are mad at him for shacking up. They're very them. mad at that guy. Uh, Bree's home. Uh, Bree's home is Skyrim. That is correct. Do you remember what it is? Uh, is that your house in Windhelm? Uh, it's Whiterun, but it is the house. White Run? The That's house you I buy mean. in Whiterun. The first. <clears throat> Windhelm and Whiterun, I always get confused. Well, and then there's a winter hold, and then it's just like, I don't fucking know. They all wintery. It's true. They're all snowy. Whiterun is the least of them, but I guess it's named after that river. Oh, right. Um, Candlehearth Hall. Uh, also Skyrim. That's correct. You know your Skyrim. Yeah. That's uh, your six of eight right now. That one is in Windhelm. Okay. Is that the one where the murder is? That's the town with the... The butcher? Where you have to solve the murders. Yes. Yeah. No, I thought can't is Candlehearth Hall just the uh No, the, is it the Candlehearth inn? Hall is the big yeah, it's the bar and inn sort of in the front of the town. There's a sort of two story inn. Yes. It, it, in the racist town. In the racist town where as soon as you walk into town everyone's like, Do you hate elves? And you're like, <laughs> What the f- I just fucking got here. I have six quest markers in here. Can you just let me get on my fucking business? I don't hate elves. I need to deliver this thing. I gotta talk to ten different... I'm bringing an axe. What are you doing? I've been told to visit the weird little kid who wants me to kill Grillo... What's her name? Grillo the Kind. Grillo the Kind. I have business here. Why are you asking me this question? There's a whole subreddit just of gifts of people killing Grillo the Kind in different ways. (laughs) Well, it's, it's very easy to sneak around in that place and do murder on her. I usually just go bow and arrow. I have never not been caught. I think it's scripted that they know you do it. What? Wait. The people in there, not the town. I don't know. I'm not sure I get caught. Like, the assistant is always very snippy with me afterwards. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I do feel like afterwards they know it was me. Yeah. I don't know about in the moment, but whenever I come back, they definitely knew I did it. Yeah. It must be something written on my face, dude. I walk in there like, this is the fucker. I I didn't see him do it, but I can fuck. I know this is the guy. Well, the the fucking the assassins all know you did it too, because that's they how come you after trigger. You. That's how you get into that uh, fun scenario where you can kill her. I forget what her name. I is. almost always do, just because I really don't like her telling me my business. It rubs me the yeah. wrong way every time. I'm like, man, fuck you. The quests are more fun if you join them, though. Yes. And you can kill the whole emperor. Every part of him, his foot and his his fucking neck, the whole emperor. Uh, Maidenpool. You know, Matthew, I think that uh, the Emperor is but a man. <laughs> In his nakedness, he appears but a man. as I do. <laughs> yeah. I'm uh, sorry, Maidenpool? Maidenpool. Uh, Game of Thrones. Yeah, you're, you're cleaning up. You're, you're doing a good job on this business. I'm seven and two? Yes. All right. Uh, this is like when I did uh, naval fighter squadrons or <laughs> or racist alien uh, race, alien <laughs> racist alien designations, and it yeah. turned out you were able to figure out pretty much all of them. 
one of them I really should have gotten and didn't. Um, Deepwood Mott. Deepwood Mott? Yeah, I don't think there are any Mots in Skyrim. I'm going Game of Thrones again. You got it again. Good job. You're 8-2. I'm not, I'm not stopping, though. Okay. I'm not going to stop. Can't stop, won't stop. This is going to be our longest podcast. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Grey Winter Watch. That one could be either for sure. Game of Thrones? Skyrim. <sighs> yep. Sorry if this is not exciting to anybody who either has not played Skyrim or hasn't watched Game of Thrones or read the books or any of it. You know what? I'm not sorry. I take it back. Not sorry. Uh, Let's see... Oh, I've already done that one. Um, Eastwatch. Oh, Eastwatch is so boring. So boring a name. I'm sorry. I'll do a better no, one. It's not your fault. No, I'll do a better no, one. It's just... <laughs> uh, is Eastwatch in Skyrim? Game of Thrones. Ah. You're losing the track. Yeah, I'm eight and four now. Widow's Watch. Game of Thrones? You are correct, sir. Okay. Nine and four. Let's go with... Orphan Rock. Orphan Rock. I don't, it's not bringing to mind a specific place, but I do feel like Skyrim. That's correct. Ten and four. Is it maybe, is it maybe in the, in the lake southwest of Whiterun? Jeez, that big lake. I mean, it could be. I know which one you're talking about, because on one side of it, you have to go in there to get Azura Star. Oh, that's right. That is where Azura Star is. Um, hard home. Hard home. Yes. That one seems silly. Is it Game of Thrones? That is Game of Thrones. Okay. Eleven and four. Let's do five more. <clears throat> okay. I could do like a million more. Um, Pink Maiden. Pink Maiden. Yes. That's a yogurt place in L.A. <laughs> Close. Pink Maiden. Game of Thrones. Yes. 12 and 4. You are really crushing it. Salt Cliff. Salt Cliff. I'm going to say Game of Thrones again, even though it's been a while since you did a Skyrim. No, you did it. You're doing it again. By the way, because I don't want to worry about the psychology of it, I'm using a random number generator to figure out which one to choose. Oh, I see. So any trickery that is being done to you or not is by the computer. <clears throat> so this is the you're doing the opposite of the way the Running Man people play rock paper scissors. 
Yes, that's right. Where they try to tell each other. You're gonna pick you're gonna pick scissors, right? You're gonna pick scissors? Hey, at the um at the three way promotion battle at the end of episode two twenty three or two twenty four mm-hmm. when it was rock, paper, scissors and uh ha ha and uh Kwangsu looked at each other and secretly agreed to play scissors against Gary <laughs> and then they both played rock. Yes. So perfect. That's really good. <laughs> Well, I like it especially when it turns out the way you lose is by having the same one as somebody else when they play reversey rules. Oh, that yeah, that uh, that weird version where they do it a bunch of times quickly, and when you hit the same version, I I haven't even really figured out or internalized what the rules to that game are because it seems like only one person changes. Yeah. Um, you're catching up uh, though. If you're already uh, at two twenty four, you're you're moving through them. Also, of course, uh, uh, Jaysook, who was on Gary's team asked them each if they trusted the other one before they did that. <laughs> it was very it was perfect. <laughs> well, you don't you don't have to do much to plant the seeds of betrayal. No. Uh the shivering sea. The shivering sea. This is weird because I feel like there's a place in Skyrim maybe called the Shivering Isles. Like I But the Shivering Sea I think that might be Game of Thrones. You're right again. You're 14 and 4. You're really cleaning this game up. <clears throat> um, like the Shivering Isles might be where the mad demon lives. Uh, uh, which one? Shegarath, maybe. Oh, maybe. One of those guys you could steal a mask from? No, no, no. Mm. One of the... Uh, fuck. The, one of the Daedric Lords. Oh, okay. Oh, maybe. Maybe the one where you go and you get uh, Jabberwock. You know, and you go into that man's dream. Yeah, the the Jabberwocka or whatever it's called. You get the staff that turns yes. people into goats or whatever. Uh, when you go into the dream, I think that, that that guy's realm might be the Shivering Isles. That could be. But the Shivering Sea, you're correct, is Game of Thrones. Two more. You're really doing good. Um, the Forgotten Veil. Oh boy, this one really could be either. I mean, I could have forgotten it. I have already forgotten. Game of Thrones? Skyrim. Ah. Let's see. There's a famous veil in the Game of Thrones. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, the Veil of Aaron or whatever. Another Um, place where High Moon Hall could potentially have been. Right. Let's do... If it wasn't in Morthal. Blue Palace. Uh, I would be wild if there's not in both of them. But I think... That's true. It is common sounding enough. ...is the capital of Skyrim. It is in solitude, yes. In solitude, yeah. All right, well, you got 15 to 20. I can keep going, but I don't don't know if there's a point. I think you've demonstrated your knowledge of Skyrim and Game of Thrones. Uh, It's really just knowledge of Skyrim. I didn't remember any of those places from Game of Thrones. You didn't say, um, fuck, Winterfell? I did not say Winterfell. Or, uh... In case that was too obvious. It would have been tricky if you really had... No, it's just that one. I don't even remember the name of the capital in, uh, Westeros. King's Landing. King's Landing. Okay, well, if you'd said it, I would have known. Yeah, like, I didn't use, uh, River Run. 
even though it sounds like it definitely could be in Skyrim, because it's a pretty common place in Game of Thrones. Yeah, is that where the wife is from? Yes. I don't remember her name. Uh, Catelyn. There we go. Uh, well, you did a good job. Well, uh, if you. I sound angry, it's only because I thought these were going to be harder. Well, just don't come at me with Skyrim questions. That I is... guess you've played so much. It's, uh, it's even though you haven't played me over a year, it's all burned in there. Yeah, it is. I, it may not even be currently installed on my computer. I know I switched where Steam was installing games. I might have to reinstall it. Okay, but what about Beggar's Row? Beggar's Row? Yeah. Uh, Game of Thrones? No, Skyrim. <laughs> yeah, I'm going out on top. Huh. Where is that? Uh, it's in Riften. Oh, okay. <clears throat> But it's nice. not the under level of Riften. Got it. Oh, L okay. is that? Mm. Mm. I don't know. You feel free to bang it. I may bang it later. <laughs> hey, uh, coming to the end of this podcast is very sad. <gasps> it's very melancholy for me oh, boy. because it means we're back on the clock. What are you talking about? This week's going to be amazing. I'm so fucking pumped. Next week is week 58 of our Star Trek project. Good. Only 118 left. No, after this week. Only 118 left after this week. Wait, yeah. Oh, right, yes, yeah. Yeah, so we still have 119 counting this week. Yeah, yes. And we're still in the five episode weeks. Good, that's what I want. Um, If you are playing along, I love Star Trek. Please watch The Paradise Syndrome. Mm, Don't remember it. I remember that one, though. Roga Danar, everybody. Life support. Yeah. I know that one, too. Actually, I'm pretty excited about that one for various reasons. Unity! <laughs> yeah. And The Shipment. God, that's really not a great title. It's uh, the most boring title you could come up with. Yeah, well, it does not capture the imagination, for sure. Yeah, we're back on the Star Trek clock. We'll do that, for sure. Please play along, Ben. And it sounds like other people listen to those. I'm so confused by that. It's a wild idea that anyone would. blows my mind. Um, uh, send us more mail next time. That's at uh, BrotherDate on the Twitter machine. Uh, you can find us on uh, iTunes. Uh, Stitcher, for sure. <laughs> sort of. We're sort of on Stitcher. SoundCloud. I think we're on Art19. <laughs> That's nothing. <laughs> Um, don't make up websites sorry go to uh, brotherdate.com check out uh, Landru he's uh, he's such a big boy and he's head boy I think now he's head uh, boy yeah, of brotherdate and um, I don't know I think that's it send us a, send us some audio messages if you want brothers at brotherdate.com um, and we'll fucking read any old thing anything at all that you want to send to us so uh, Peltor Joy Peltor Joy. Peltor Joy for uh, Emissary. Now, Marjan, of course, likes everything so, or is willing to do everything. Comparatively, everybody kind of doesn't like anything. Yeah. Yeah. I shouldn't have brought that up. Uh, <laughs> on the 12th. Please subscribe.